Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone. Today I have a special guest, a special friend that I met at the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista. Um, I think 2013-2014, we kept in touch. He came to Washington, D.C. to watch games. My great friend, Lex Gillette. Not only that name is a world champion, not only that name is a world record holder, this man is an incredible human being. He's a four-time Paralympian, four-time world champion. He's a world record holder. He's a great singer, even a better human being, Lex Gillette. Lex, welcome and thank you so much for my podcast. Thank you so much, Naveen. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Lex, thank you again. Glad and you got, you got an amazing story. You got an amazing vision to share. The mic is all yours, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, so my story started in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's where I grew up. And as a kid in Raleigh, I was doing it all from playing video games, bicycles, playing outside with friends. There was one day that I had come home from school, went through my normal routine. That night, as I was in the bathroom getting washed up for bed, I started noticing that my sight was getting blurry. So that prompted me to tell my mom, and she was thinking that maybe I had gotten something in my eyes from playing outside earlier that day. We took some water, cleaned my eyes out, made it feel better, but it didn't clear my sight any. We went to the doctor, had to go through an examination. And after that examination, they said I needed to have an emergency operation because I was suffering from retina detachments. Usually retina detachments, you hear boxers get that a lot because they're boxing, punching each other in the head. And it's some sort of blunt force that would cause that type of injury. But to my knowledge, at eight years old, there wasn't anything that I could specifically point to and say, hey, this is the reason why my retina is detached. I had one operation I could see well for, I would say, three or four weeks. After that time, my sight began to get even more blurry than what it was the time before. We returned to the doctor a second examination revealed that I had another retina detachment. We had another operation, a second operation. I could see well for another three to four weeks. After that time, same problem happened again, led to another examination, another retina detachment, and another operation. So that was the pattern for the entire time that I was eight years old. And after the last operation, the 10th one that I had that year, the doctors said that there was nothing else they could do to help my sight. And they said that I would eventually become, become blind at eight years old. You hear that type of news and 
there's a lot of things that go through your mind. You're wondering if you're going to be able to play outside with your friends or play video games or ride your bicycle, all of the fun things that you do as a child. From, from the day that I was told that I wouldn't be able to see again, the routine was go home, go through your, your daily, your daily regimen, your schedule, go to sleep at night, wake up the next morning, see a little less than what you do the day before until one day you wake up and you're not able to see much of anything. That was really, that was challenging because now I'm, I'm in this world where I can't see anything in this reality. Like I can't see my mom. I can't see the television or I can't see to, to draw pictures and play video games, things like that. So it was, it was certainly, it was certainly a challenge, but my mom and a lot of individuals helped me to see that I would still be able to do awesome things in the world. I just may not be able to see those things with my eyes. So they really drove me to be my absolute best. And to, from my mom's perspective, her biggest thing was wanting me to go into the world and be independent, contribute to society and the world just like the next person. She never, she never encouraged me to sit on the sideline or not be involved. She was always, always encouraging me to get out there and just do my thing at the end of the day, really pushed me to be my absolute best. And she was a, <laughs> she's a no excuses type person. So I had to learn how to take out the trash and clean my room. And I had to do my my homework and classwork and get good grades and had to be respectful to to people and you know help people when I when I could and um it was just really about creating this environment where I could be self-sufficient and independent that helped build my confidence and change my self-image in a lot of ways I think when you go blind you lose your sight there's a lot of things that you go through from a self-esteem standpoint, but my mom and everyone around me helped me to see that, you know what, like, like you should look at yourself differently. You mean something, you are somebody like, look at, look at yourself, um, like highly, like value yourself, value those around you. And that really, that helped me just from a, from a self-esteem standpoint and just being able to, look at myself and say, hey, you can do this. You can be this person. You can go out here and conquer the world. Eventually, I found out about sport. I learned about sport in, in high school. Even though I was active prior to losing my sight, I played recreational baseball. I wasn't a competitive swimmer, but I, I took swimming lessons and I know how to swim. I can you know, do, the, do all of the you know, run and cannonball into the pool things like that. After I lost my sight, though, it was a matter of trying to get used to um, just being active again without being able to see. So I was introduced to sport, specifically track and field and long jump. So in the long jump, you have a takeoff board where you're supposed to jump from. And since I can't see what's going on, I have someone who stands there and they clap and yell, fly, fly, fly. So since I can't see what's going on, I listen to the sound of his voice. I run as straight as possible, 
as fast as possible toward him, counting my stride each step of the way. And at the appropriate stride, then I will propel myself in the air. I'll jump in the air, land in the sand pit. And of course, in the beginning, it was challenging. But after a while, you you come to grips with stepping out of your your comfort zone and taking a shot on things that you have a vision for. And, um, you know, eventually it got to the point where I felt more comfortable. I felt more confident. I was able to run in a straight line. I trusted my guide who was giving me those those audible cues. And the rest is uh, <laughs> the rest is history. I've been to the games a few times and world championships and have traveled the world and won won medals and broken records. And that was a vision that my teacher saw for me. And he helped me to see it within myself. Um, And that's really important to me. And that's the message that I want to leave on the earth. Ultimately, it's not our eyes that decide our success. It's our ability to see a vision and to develop a plan and a strategy to be able to bring that vision into fruition. And so for me, that was what helped bridge the gap. Um, everything that has been created and everything that will be created, it always starts from a vision. You see it within yourself and you see it within other people. And when you have the ability to do that, you can move mountains, you can change the entire world. So it's all about vision. No need for sight when you have a vision. Wow, Lex, that is incredible. No need side when you have a vision that's that's your slogan we love it i have a question my friend um lex you when i was in the olympic training center you are so independent it was just amazing how independent you are um your self-esteem is incredibly high knowing you the the story that you went through uh you're so independent your self-esteem is so high you knew what to do you had a vision Uh, But I feel like not so many people have, even though they could see, they don't have that vision. How do you go about telling young kids or adults how to come up with the vision that they want to see? I think a lot of it is you look at the things that you enjoy, things that you're that you're good at. And and that's a really good starting point, because when you have those types of, when you have skills and, and areas where you're good, then you can see that there's potential there and there's a possibility for more growth. And so from there, it is really, really taking it serious and surrounding yourself with, with people who can give you advice. There's, there's always someone out there who knows more or who has done more or who can you know, use their experiences to help you. So really latching on to them so that you can get an increased level of, of confidence and see that as possible. Um, and just staying connected, staying with other people who are in that same type of environment and, and arena in life and uh, through them, you'll be able to keep that fire burning and see that, you know what, I can, I can do what this person is, is doing and I can you know, go even further than 
where this person is. And I, I feel like that's important too. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you should always want to maximize um, your potential. And me as an athlete right now, if there was an up and coming athlete, they said they wanted to be better than me. Hey, I want you to, I want you to be able to push the envelope and, and do things that I wasn't able to do. That's, that's the beauty of evolution and the, and the beauty of, of life and achievement. Amazing Lex. Lex, we are right up on time. I am beyond grateful for this. And all of us get to see Lex's vision, his next vision come to reality in the next Olympic. This man talks, but at the same time, he goes there and do the same exact thing. Um, Lex, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it, Naveen. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. This podcast is sponsored by NaveenHealth.com. There's no need for eyesight when you have a vision. This is Lex's model. Last time when I saw Lex, he was in the biggest airport in Washington, D.C. and he was traveling out of Washington, D.C. by himself. We had a meal together in the airport and we had some great time catching up. And what I realized was that Lex is not letting anything stop from doing the things he loves doing. What really stops us in life is our own head. It's what's between our own ears. We are the ones who put limitations on ourselves. Like Lex said, don't stay in the sidelines, get out of your comfort zone and do the things that look scary or the things that you always want to do. Follow your vision, don't let anything stop you. It's only lessons along the way. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at and through my social media. 